Hey everyone, welcome to another take. Before we begin, I just want to say thanks again for everyone who's been listening. We've been having a lot of fun uh, just getting back in the swing of things and um, putting these out. We've decided to change it up a little bit. Going forward, we're now going to be uh, releasing episodes on Tuesdays instead of Fridays. We found that it kind of conflicts with the whole releasing music thing. And since both of us are kind of in that business, promoting a podcast and the new music you put out, it's kind of hard to do on the same day. So going forward, you're going to be seeing these episodes drop on Tuesdays. Now to the show, Jeff and I just had a quick discussion about uh, the streaming era, at least the live streaming era, and um, what music looks like as a, a live streamed event. I recently did one with Sublime with Rome, so we touched on that a bit. And then we also talk about cell phones at concerts and cell phones in general, aka social media, being distracted by your device, that kind of stuff. And then lastly, we kind of touch on the radio and how both of us have um, different relationships with the radio. I don't really listen to the radio, Jeff does, and we kind of get into that. Okay, anyway, thanks again. Uh, Do us a favor, go to iTunes and leave us a review and subscribe and tell your friends and we really appreciate all those things. So thanks and uh, enjoy this episode. Alrighty, what's going on, Jeff? How you doing, buddy? Excellent. Another long day of work, but I'm good to go. I'm starting to like the evening podcast. <clears throat> I feel like they're... I am too. Oh, you're always a night person, though, so that makes a difference, doesn't it? Yeah, but I, I start working a little bit earlier now. So, and for me, early is like now. I just get in the studio at two or three to start <laughs> songwriting and stuff. As opposed to but what? This seven? is like a good. <laughs> yeah, now, yeah. <laughs> But so now these podcasts later in the night are like really good reflection periods. Oh, I never thought about that. I like that. Yeah. Yeah. Good little reflection period. Uh, what mm-hmm. have you been up to? You did, uh, I, I I heard that you might have done your recording, Your was your interview last week, the week before? Uh, it was today, actually. I got switched to today. It was with um, Spectrum One Local News. Oh, nice. Um, they were just, they want to do a feature on basically an up and coming solo artist and how they were kind of pushing it as like silver lining in the quarantine mm. kind of idea and people that are actually doing well. And again, it's not like I'm making any, a ton of money or anything. I'm just being productive and working hard. And I think they just want to show that side of things. So they uh, just sat me down for an interview. I played uh, one of my new songs, actually two of my new songs acoustically. Um, and she just asked questions, basic interview stuff comes out on Friday or by the time you listen to this, it'll be out. Oh, nice. This Friday yeah. then? This Friday, yeah. Sweet. I'll put a link to it in the show notes if we have it by then. Or maybe I'll just edit it and add it in there later. Oh, perfect. Um, that's why I wanted to ask you, how was the Sublime with Rome? You guys did a live stream. Was that yesterday? Sunday? Uh, no, we actually did it Saturday. Saturday. Okay. Yeah. It was... Uh, it was pretty pretty uh, grueling, different, but it was successful, which is the most important thing. Um, we had a pretty tight turnaround for, you know, getting it getting it live and whatnot. So 
our load in was three. Uh, no, I'm sorry. I woke up at 3 a.m. I left my house to get down to Eric Wilson's at 3.30 a.m. Because the whole thing was shot at Eric Wilson's house. And uh, by the time the box truck with our audio gear and our back line arrived, we were loading in at about 7 a.m. Eric has this like crazy steep hill. Like where he lives is not conducive to doing production just because of the, the the driveway and whatnot. And he has this crazy steep hill and our truck driver, Josh, shout out to you. He killed it getting getting that thing in there because 25-foot box truck in this tiny little driveway backing down with this steep grade and then a tight turn at the end. And he like killed it, did it in one oh. take. Yeah, and uh, <laughs> he did that and then we loaded in and we only had like, due to the time constraints for the band and, and like the internet capabilities at Eric's house, I only had about, once I had the whole setup built, about 20 minutes to get the band dialed in for audio. So like for their in-ears and, and wedges and whatnot. And then I had to turn my attention to the mix. So I only had about 10 minutes before we went live. So you were doing monitors basically and front of house? Yeah. For oh man, yeah, yeah. I it actually sounds it sounds scary. Just in case any of their in ears gets effed up, you know. Oh, it was brutal. Yeah, I mean, it, and especially from for me, like I don't do monitors very much anymore. You know, I maybe do once a year. I'll do monitors. So yeah. you know, my my headspace is totally different than uh from from a monitor engineer. Like what monitor engineers are thinking about, I'm not thinking about necessarily. So that was weird. Um, but like in my experience, and this is like studio based, like I actually would rather devote all of my energy any time I have with the band beforehand. I'd rather devote that time to like them being happy with their wedges and their in ear mix, because. As you know, a good headphone mix like makes a makes or breaks, you know, your performance. Yeah, it's 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 just confidence. It really yeah. is. Yeah, I mean, I've noticed when I get a bad mix in my wedge, it's for some reason my brain will never let me not think that that's what the the crowd is also hearing. Right. <laughs> Even though I know they're hearing something else, I just assume that I'm blowing it and it sucks. Yeah. <laughs> if it's really bad, if I get it, so like, and you know, you don't you never want to show that, but you're definitely feeling it. Meanwhile, yeah. on the other hand, if you have a great mix, like you're king of the world. <laughs> yep. Yeah. So, uh, so I just dedicated like as much time to making the band, uh, comfortable and happy. And then once they were happy, you know, I, I had about 10 minutes of them wanting to play music, knowing that they were going to have to play music for an hour and a half, you know, right after that. Yeah. So, you know, Is you can't out ask there too. Actually, it wasn't. It was, thank God. Yeah. It looked hot. If you watched the stream, it actually looked way hotter than it was. So um, we looked out there. It was like 65 degrees. Nice breeze. Like, beautiful out. Absolutely beautiful. Um, Eric's got a beautiful house. Like, he, he has... I can't remember how many acres, but it's an avocado farm. So his deck where we shot it was overlooking like this massive um uh like grove basically 
and it's just beautiful rolling like picturesque like um amber rolling hills all around his house so oh awesome yeah it was beautiful um and then what was the camera like what are we talking about for cameras here multi-angles just top of the line badass cameras yeah they were the top of the line i know they're red which i know is like top of the line the best um, yeah those things are really expensive yeah so they had they had one stationary camera for the drummer and the dj they had one semi-fixed position for rome they had one roving back and forth between like the set then they had one boom cam and i think they might have had one stationary like center camera you know yeah. and then like the wide shot of the whole band and then they had a drone and a pilot and they were mixing live mixing the drone footage into the the stream it was pretty crazy <laughs> like there's there's so one they shot. had a full-on truck basically right and a yeah, director yeah. and it was full, yeah full you broadcast to, yeah. truck yeah, you, yeah. You, can't, you can't do it otherwise um and they had uh like at one point um the balcony is on the other side of eric's house obviously and they had a shot like it tripped me out when I watched it back. Cause I watched it back just to listen to my mix and make sure that it doesn't completely suck. Um, <laughs> and the shot was like these three classic cars that Eric has in his pat in his front yard. And the director took this sublime sun logo that Eric had in his house and put it in front of the three classic cars. And then, so the shot is this like low ground level shot of the sublime logo and then all of a sudden it just takes off and it's attached to the drone and you, you like don't realize oh, that it's cool. on the drone takes off goes over the house and like ends up on top of where we are so like it just is one of those things you're like what what the fuck just happened <laughs> like that <laughs> was level. nuts yeah i didn't expect that um so it was really it was pretty pro um the the mix was you know, it was as good as I could get it, given the amount of time that I had. I think the next time we do it, we'll do the ex you know exact same setup, and I'll have a better base to start from. You know, yeah. I mean, so, so it's basically the reasoning why you didn't get it set up the day before is just because, like, rental cost. Basically, you'd have an extra day of having to rent all that shit, or yeah, that and um, having like the crew. You know, we'd need to pay the crew more. I mean, right. the budgets are tight on these things. All the money oh, that bet. that the band raised because it was a it was a paid for event, um, but it went to the Grammy Foundation's Music Cares, which is providing relief to like musicians everywhere, including okay. me. I got a I got a a grant from them. Um, I need to apply. Yeah, you should actually. You should definitely apply. Um, they so all the proceeds from the event went to Music Cares. So the less money we spent you know, the more money would go to pros to, to the actual, okay. you know, charity. Rome wouldn't do it. I, this is what I love about Rome. Like Rome wouldn't do that if he, to, to make money. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. He's like, no, that's okay. not right. Like if we're going to, we're going to charge people money, like let's make the, the proceeds go to something charitable and do, do something good with the money, you know? Like him and Eric are, I guess, in his mind, they're like, they're, they're fine. They could definitely, they're definitely hurting versus what they would be making right now. They're not making that, but like, they feel like they could do more by just supporting the, the, you know, people that are supporting their crew at the moment, which is music cares. It's pretty nice. Okay. But, interesting. Uh, it, it was interesting. Like the live thing is definitely stressful. It's like. Uh, it's it's less stressful that 
working for the dirty heads because their setup was is so well rehearsed and whatnot and what we had to do we had to do in one day and get it done you know so with dirty heads it's like it's not as hard but yeah because they're in know. their own spot they can rehearse right where they are you don't have really any setup right because they did it in their own yeah. zone yep so yeah. yeah it's almost like the exact opposite live scenario mm-hmm. 100 yeah we walk i walk in at like 10 a.m with dirty heads i'm out by 6 p.m um i do a quick like run through with the band Actually, the second time, I didn't even really run through much, you know? They were, I, it was like, can you hear everything? Yeah, great. All right, let's do this. You know, because their tech, who's on salary and works with them year-round, um, he was there to, you know, prep and get them ready to go and do do their stream and whatnot. So I just walk in, and not to say I save the day, but I just it feels that way. It's like, okay, I'm just here for this one little thing. Whereas Tim has done all of the legwork. He's worked his butt off the full week. In fact, there's one this week. They're doing a, another one this week. Um, yeah, that's what he was saying when we were down there um, for our yeah. last show. Yeah, um, they're doing full album, right, all the way through. Yeah, uh, what's the what's the album this week? I can't remember because uh, the they did Port in the Storm, and so this will be Cabin by the Sea, right? Yes, that's correct. Cabin by the Sea. Cool. Right? I feel like I miss all these live streams. I like I I forget to set reminders or something. And I right. want to be like actually involved in one of them from start to finish. Like, well, you know why that is partly in my opinion, like we're used to the like, okay, on demand culture. Yeah. Yeah. You're right. Actually. And, you're very and right. like, I mean, I, I can't remember the only time I actually, you know, sit down to watch events that are happening in real time is when it's sports. That's it. You know, I mean, do you sit down and watch? Yeah, TV? no, I'm trying to think. Uh, no, I can't stand commercials. Yeah, <laughs> I finally just like I'm I'm done with commercials. They make me so. It's, they don't make me angry in and of themselves. There's some great ones out there. I just kind of came to the realization that you can put a number on the amount of hours that you've been forced to watch commercials in your life, and it's it's kind of sickening. Yeah, you know what I mean. It's like days, weeks, months, probably months mm-hmm. of your life have been ads. Yeah, I think once I thought about that, I just I can't. I'll pay the extra for Hulu to not have ads or <laughs> right, sites. right, right. It ends up being worth it. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah, I mean, honestly, I would probably have canceled my Directv subscription a long time ago had it not been for the Lakers, because there is zero way to watch the Lakers live on the internet without just you know using a um, a, a shitty reddit stream that's illegal and gets you know yeah. taken down halfway through the game you have to find another one <laughs> yeah it's like i just don't have the energy for that you know and what i've been doing recently uh this kind of cuts into what we're talking about but I'll, I'll i digress um i'll record the games this is even funnier actually now that i think about it i'll record the games once the kids are in bed I'll watch the game, but I'll have zero clue what happens because I'll just avoid my phone and Twitter and yeah, social as long media. As you can avoid any, yeah. And then I'll just fast forward to all the commercials and the game goes by so quick. Fast forward through halftime, fast forward through the timeouts. I'll even fast forward through uh, freaking free throws. <laughs> and then, yeah, and then the like last that, quarter, though. I'm like, oh, this is great. And it's taken me an hour and a half to watch an entire basketball game. You know? So That's great. That's the Cliff Notes version. Yeah, exactly. And it's still, I'm into that. <laughs> it's just as uh, exciting because I have no idea who won. So, well, yeah. 
I only watch fun. basketball like in the fourth quarter. Yeah, because <laughs> then it's it's really fun. Yeah, yeah. Bill Simmons, who uh, who's a podcaster, had this great idea of having like you know they're reposting all of the uh, uh, old classic games that have been on and on and whatnot. He's like, why are we watching like the whole game? Why not just do the fourth quarter? Like just play ESPN, just play the fourth quarter, you know, (laughs) like nobody cares about the first three quarters of the game. They want to watch the end, you know, or like the last four innings of a game. You know, if a lot happened, like find the moment when it turns and start there, you know, it's true. Just like, go ahead. Oh, no, I was just going to say like a lot of, especially in the first half of games, if you go, I'm more of a fan of sports fans than I am of sports, I think. Because I like hanging out with sports fans because they kind of get me more interested in the games. Right. But I always notice like in the first half, even up to the third quarter, sports fans aren't paying that much attention to the TV. Just saying it. Calling them out. No. Like a lot of chit chat and a lot of phones and and not really totally paying attention and then kind of rewinding when something interesting happens. Right. But I always wanted to do a study if you could like track people's eyeballs and like how much screen time they actually watch games. And I'll bet it's really, really, really low. Even Oof. for like the biggest sports fans. It's a good idea, actually. But they're tracking their eyeballs for like maybe the next day commentary. Maybe they read that a little bit more. But I'll bet through the actual game of when it's on and alive, I'd be very curious. Yeah, that's a that's a really good point. I'm, I I would say that I probably I enjoy it more when I'm when I and this sounds crazy, but when I am watching the recorded version because what ends up happening is I can't check social media because I don't want the game, the outcome to be ruined. Oh, for me. okay. That makes sense. Yeah. 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 So it like forces me to one, watch it and actually dedicate like, okay, what's happening. And then the other thing is I skip all the bullshit and the boring parts that would lead you to look at your phone and get distracted and miss four full minutes of game time. You know what I mean? Like the that's it's an interesting idea. I wonder if there's a way you could translate that idea to like a Super Bowl party. <laughs> Although oh, everyone God. likes the commercials. but yeah, So true. let's not say Super Bowl because the commercials are actually counter to what I said before. Everyone loves Super Bowl commercials. They're awesome. Right. But uh, like just whatever, a Laker game, random Laker game during the week where you have some friends over and everyone agrees to not have social media. Right. I think then then you'll get some viewership. Can you imagine that? Like Like the phone bucket at the front door? Check your phone here. <laughs> That's intense. Dude, it's, it's intense, it should, but I'm not a, against it. <laughs> there is a pop star who I will not name, but I have inside information that this person, he or she, has after parties at uh, at their events. So anytime they have a concert, they'll have an after party, and a lot of people will be invited. You know, whether they're fans, you know, friends of people that work for the person, one of the 150 people that are on you know, the crew, they'll all go. But the number one thing is before you walk through that door, you're patted down and your phone is taken away from you for two reasons. That's smart. One to protect said artist from any, yep. uh, anything that might get released via TMZ and yeah, which could be a lot of things, a lot of things. And two, I'm sure it probably increases the, like the fun of the party. If like, Half of half the time you can't just look down and look at Twitter. Like, oh, I'm bored for a second. It's like, oh, but the, like, yeah, you don't. Ha- you can't take photos. You don't have to. 
Yeah. No. You don't need the selfies. You don't need any of that shit. No. You could just enjoy yourself and feel safe that you, <laughs> I don't when know, this... you can get a, get a little wild and know that you're safe in there too. <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> Not getting photos taken of you. Right. Just when this is all hammered. over, should we just, should we uh, host uh, no cell phone parties? I would, I'd love that. I think that would be wonderful. Like, I don't know if there's enough people that I know that would be in on that. It would just be you and I sitting there watching the Laker game. I don't know. I bet <laughs> fast forwarding through commercials. <laughs> no, I'd say take. I'd say take away all the screens. Yeah, all the screens. Oh, so no, nothing on. Nothing. Nothing. Wow. That's that's a good concept though. The no screen party. It's like we're here for people. We're not here for our screens. We're not here for Instagram posts. You know, if you want to do it, oh, or better yet, make it like the magic castle where it's like invite only. Okay. But you have like the step and repeat in the front, you know, where you take the picture in the step and repeat and then you post that on social media that will get people interested, right? That's the only that's, picture you got. That's a great idea. As they come to your live non-screening. <laughs> live non-screening. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, you can come in, but we got to take your phone from you. Yeah. <laughs> you know, there's that company that locks the phones up. Have you, have you seen that for um, a lot no. of concerts? Uh, I it was started by like an ex-football player or something like that. It's just like this, the proprietary thing was this bag that locks. So I don't know if they keep your phone at the front. I think you just have to put the phone in this bag and you can keep your phone on you, but it locks so you can't open it. And then at the very end, as you're leaving, they'll unlock the bag for you and you get your phone back. No way. Um, I know a lot of people are using that. Um, especially, I want to say like when Guns N' Roses, this obviously Axel <laughs> being involved. Yeah. Um, yeah. No one hates phones more than that guy at a concert. But uh, when they were t- just still rumored to be getting back together, they did a couple little private shows and used that company. But like it was getting catching on pretty big for a minute. I wonder if that's still a thing. Because there's no reason to take your phone out at a concert, really. Like, maybe no. one quick photo. But you've never gotten a good, like, I've never gotten a video from my buddy at a concert. It just sounds like, <laughs> yeah. And it's like all blurry, and then they're kind of drunk, and it's, yeah. You're, you end up just feeling nauseous, and and your blows your ears out. Do you remember, um, oh, God, a while back, was it our podcast or Yasad's? I can't remember. But we did an interview with uh, somebody who started a company. And his idea was to sync concert audio with phone audio. I remember you telling me about it. I don't remember if we talked about it, but that's, it, I always thought that was a really great idea. It was Did it ever catch on? Fucking crazy. We used it at one Pepper concert, if I'm not mistaken. Like we tested it out and I was mixing front of house and um, he came up and we set the whole thing up and it was really cool. Like there was, there was some latency and like apparently you know, he was like, yeah, we're going to go back and figure out, you know, some of the problems we had, but like, it sounded great. And like the audio was just slightly off from the video. I'm like, okay, cool. Yeah. Like whatever. And then I never heard from him. I never heard anything, anything other. So did he have to, so he got the mix from you basically. And then when, if I were to use that app, I would get the mix from the board while I'm filming. Yeah, exactly. Essentially. Okay. That's, that's a really good idea. But yeah. it, I mean, encourages a lot more phones, which I don't like. But exactly. at least it won't sound like shit if you're going to have your phone out anyways. Yeah. I actually thought it'd be perfect for like EDM because the EDM shows sound even worse because it's all subs. Yeah. Um, very true. But to be honest with you, like you're right. Like, is that necessary? Like, are we putting too much effort into something that shouldn't be done anyway? 
Like, yeah, you could always go back and watch the YouTube video or a nice quality video of the band. But I, I don't know. I guess I, that's better. It's, I mean, it's way better. Yeah, that's true. It is way better. But still, I, you know, I saw Tool, one of my, the only concerts I've been to as an actual fan in the last uh, year. I saw Tool in Dallas on a random day off. Um, and they don't allow phones at all. And security lets you know, like you take your phone out and there's a dude like nearby going, Hey, put that thing away. Like it is strict, um, until the very, very last song. And then they're like phones out. And then, you know, that's all Maynard says. And then bam, phone, every phone in the fucking place goes up to record the one song that they're allowed to record. And then they, they put them away and the show's over. But that's, that's great though. There's yeah. your memento. Like that makes perfect sense to me. Right. I was like, I don't know. It made me think of it uh, on Memorial Day. I don't remember if it was Sunday or, or was it on actual Memorial Day? Whatever. Uh, like 17 World War II jets flew overhead. I don't know if you saw that. They Dude, flew I over did. Redondo Beach. They flew, so, right, they flew right over my house. It was awesome. <laughs> it was awesome. Oh, cool. Yeah. So I was on yeah. my buddy's roof deck. And watching him come by, but I remember I, I filmed it and posted it, but I remember being like, that kind of sucked that I filmed that. Like, I didn't really, like, take in what, you know, I right. was watching it through the screen the whole time, and it was like, it's like, why did I do that? I, was mm-hmm. like, I could have just remembered it and saw them, and it would have been way sweeter. Right. But I just, like, you know, I'm just mouth open, like, <laughs> right. planes going overhead. Awesome. Yep. And it probably looks horrible. You're not going to share it. Oh, it does. Yeah. No, I mean, I, so I put it to my story and it's gone pretty much forever now. <laughs> and I just, just wished I'd, you know, but we all do it. We do it all the time. Sure. I do it. I even do it from front of house. And uh, uh, the the front of house engineer for the Dirty Heads is a friend of mine. And his Instagram posts are hilarious because he'll post a photo from, from front of house. And he always just like hashtags pictures from front of house suck because they do like they're horrible unless you have a real lens and a real camera iphone photos from front of house generally suck <laughs> no i I like i'm picturing a bunch of images that are all just like homogenizing into one front of yeah. house photo <laughs> they're, <laughs> they're all the same photo all the same somehow photo. <laughs> like it, it could be multiple venues and it's the exact same photo <laughs> it could be multiple venues multiple bands and it's the exact same photo <laughs> it's fucking crazy um <laughs> But yeah, it is funny how we just kind of think about the, uh, like how we we, we, we th- feel like, I, I guess, here's my question. Do people think that other people want to see that? Or is it like concerts in particular? Or is it more like, look where I am? I think it's a look where I am. And a isn't, that, isn't that a little bit gross? It's very gross. But it's, you know, social media is the way... It's like the more you take yourself out of reality, the more the chances you get to get more followers and be more popular in that world, which to a lot of people, that's super important. I mean, a lot, a lot of people. Right. Um, I, it's maybe because you and I are getting to the age where it's old school or something, but you know, it still feels good to enjoy things happening without looking through your phone. Yeah. Yeah. It's, you know, but like, I'll, you know, I still am a musician that needs to compete out there. So I can't not do social media. And then I also don't want to just post like dumb stuff just to post. So like you have to get creative with it. And I've started to sort of enjoy it a little bit, but I'm trying to do my best to find that balance of enjoying life and, and, you know, gaining a social media following. 
There's yeah. got to be some balance in there. There, there has to be. Um, there was a period back before I met Mickey and I had the two kids that I was not prolific, but I'd post every day. And I think this is before Instagram had stories too, but I'd post every day and you could see, I could see my follower count go up, you know, you're just active, like people engage with you. And I kind of just thought, you know what? Like, I, I don't know. I don't really know if this is like healthy, you know, I've deleted Instagram so many times from my phone. You know, really? <laughs> oh my god! For the scrolling, just for the scrolling sake. I, sh- I should. I scroll so much. This quarantine is not doing anyone any favors on that. Dude, I actually set a record last week. My, I, I didn't know this was possible, but I managed to get my screen. You know how Apple has like the screen time tracker? Yeah. I got my screen time down by twenty percent. Oh man, mine's got to be fucking prolific. <laughs> Dude, I feel like it's just it's such dumb times. I feel like I'm doing it too. Yeah, you know, I'm just just standing there like anywhere, just standing. I don't know outside waiting for someone to go in. Uh, the other day we went out because a lot of the bars are finally open. We you can do takeout drinks. Apparently, you can just drink in the streets now everywhere. It's pretty insane. As it should be. I'm sorry. As it yeah. should be. Yeah. I mean, yeah. It, it's it is what it is on that. But yeah, I don't know. I was just like standing there waiting for someone to get me a beer, and I'm just that seemed like a good time for me to just scroll through Instagram mm-hmm. standing in the pure promenade like around a bunch of people and I caught myself doing it I'm like what what are you doing why yeah. it's that it's it's just straight up addiction yeah totally totally straight up addiction yeah. uh that was a hell of a digression but it sure uh, was that was so, so you had a good us. so you had a good live stream event <laughs> yeah <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah. I, well, do you prefer like just to now take us back there yeah. To the live stream. Um, I had one opinion I think we already talked about on an earlier podcast, but I've kind of flipped. If do you prefer like a pre-recorded live stream, like I'm quoting the word live, or like straight up live stream? Because I used to like the live stream more. I thought there was something kind of cool about it. And now that I've done both a little bit, I sort of like the pre-recorded ones better as an artist. Because either mm-hmm. way you're not playing to like fans per se. Mm-hmm. You know, um, there's still just people watch it either before, during, basically during or after it's out. But being able to play the song, like, I don't think it should be to a music video level, you know, where you're cutting in mm-hmm. scenes and doing all that because that, that's just a music video. But somehow getting a live performance and having the band play it through, like, I don't know, even three times, get a nice little mix on it. That's, I'd rather hear that. As a personally. fan, you'd rather hear that. As a fan, yeah, I think I would. Yeah, I think I would too. Um, I don't, I, I actually have a lot to say about this in, in one aspect. The The fact that there's no fans hurts, I think, both scenarios, but I think it hurts the live, quote unquote, aspect more because so much of energy like that you feed off of from the crowd, well, so much of the energy that you get from a live concert actually comes from the audience. I don't think people realize that is that they, they think that most of the energy comes from the band that they're watching. Some of it does, but the interaction between you and the person next to you and the other person next to you and hearing everybody else scream, I think has more of an effect than people so. are giving, give, they give credit to, you know? And oh, yeah. And like, 
even watching like for instance like foo fighters has a, a live at wembley that was gonna use that reference yeah <laughs> yeah like that crowd when i watch that dvd that's a live like that's pre-recorded live right you know yep when i watch that dvd whether that crowd noise is semi-pumped in and you know some's fake and i know there's a mixture of both in most scenarios like you can't sure. get a perfect crowd but like that pumps me up more than the, than the music. Like, there's one part where I think he, they do. He does a sing along, right? I think so. Like, and it's just fucking awesome hearing like a hundred thousand people singing along, and you're just like, ah, like that is the moment. You know, there's that that Queen video too. You know, where, like um, Radio Gaga uh, yeah. from Live Aid. You know, oh, and yeah. everyone's clapping. You know, like oh yeah. I, I think no matter what, I think taking the crowd out of it uh, kills both. And if you're going to have like a a version, a live stream versus a pre-recorded, I'd much rather have the pre-recorded because I feel like you could slightly improve the conditions under which you know the person is watching can connect to you. Right, and you the know? artist will probably play the exact same performance. Because right. either way, they don't really, they don't really know how many people are watching while they're on stage. I mean, unless they're doing right. it into their phone. I'm talking more like, like Sublime more Chrome like, level or yeah, something like. Yeah, yeah. You know, like did they were they ever told how many people were tuning in or anything like that while they're on stage? Because I feel like no. that would make a difference though too. Yeah, I mean, obviously, think about if like they looked up and and the number said like zero or something. There was like zero people actually listening. Right. I'm pretty sure they're gonna put in a lot less effort than if that said like fifty thousand. No, you know? you're totally right. You're totally that's, right. And that's just a number. Yeah, that's just a number on a screen. You can't even see faces or hear screams. Right. Um. So that's why there is the one respect where with the live, actual live that way where you know how many people are actually listening to you. I feel like it's not the same, but it's closer to playing to an actual crowd. Mm-hmm. You know, I know I would play a little bit different if mm-hmm. that number was huge, you know, even say, say it's like 20 people like, okay, cool. It's probably close friends and family. And that's, that's fun. But if it's, even if it's like from 20 to 150 people, now you're like, okay, I'm going to step, step my game up a little bit here. Right. Yeah, for sure. For yeah. sure. And, uh, I wish you could do like a, a virtual, like, uh god it sounds stupid to compare it to midi but it i'm gonna do that because i'm a nerd um (laughs) like imagine like the more people that logged in and were streaming like there was a like a producer could hit a button it was like here's the crowd noise and based on the amount of people that were streaming you'd hear the artificial crowd noise that's an interesting thought you know i don't i mean there's no way to like do well you remember like during well no you remember during the NFL draft, like, which is, I've never started a sentence that way, except for, (laughs) (laughs) this is one hell of a year. It was like the only thing that ever came on TV in the last like three months. So we had it on full time for some reason. The man, the man who is more of a fan of sports fans than sports. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Well, (laughs) but it was on all day and I remember we watched it like for a long time. It was like, oh, there's something on again. Um, but there was like, somehow you could, you could boo the commissioner. Did, yeah. did you see that? Yeah. But uh, if you applied that to actually cheering for a band that you liked, I, you would get some epic trolling, but yeah. Um, 
yeah, I don't know if, yeah, you'd have to figure out how to take just the, I don't know, actually, I'm on, now that I'm unpacking it, because you'll get some booers and some, <laughs> some cheering, so you'd get some funny things going on. <laughs> just, <laughs> yeah. just be too funny. I just love it that. It would be really funny. <laughs> I love it. Um, but I, we got to think of something that's going to recreate playing live, like, in some semblance, right? I mean. Yeah, for sure. Um, even if, like. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I, I don't know how you do it. Like you could post. They could be a screen <laughs> that the crowd, the band's actually playing to. Of <laughs> just sounds so weird. Of like socially distanced people having a good yeah. time or something. <laughs> Still I, not really. It's just kind of weird. It's a weird crowd deal. The last Dirty Head stream, like they kind of made it a point to be like, Jesus Christ, we have like twenty five people in here with us right now. Like, why can't you all fucking clap? You know. <laughs> <laughs> and it was like three songs in and so after that it was like everyone would clap you know and like cheer them on like woo like but I mean, it, it helps yeah that probably helps. we all crave yeah, it yeah, that, that helps. we all crave that little bit of recognition that we did a good thing <laughs> that's why you're there it's just the nature of being a human being yeah yeah absolutely yeah i mean yeah that's funny the, the pre-recorded i don't know i i, I think that you do have more control. It's funny. Have you ever been moved by something that was pre-recorded like that? I, you know what? It's so funny that you that I even asked that question because, of course, you have I'm because thinking. all all music is pre-recorded. <laughs> oh yeah, I like, mean all music ever. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Any you know, recording that's ever moved you, <laughs> mostly has been recorded. Um, I'm sure there's live concerts that have also moved you, but like uh, the reason I bring those it up are is, like not pre-recorded technically you know what there, i mean like the wembley thing it's it's kind of it's live but it's it that would be in a pre-recorded kind of category because there was time to get you know post-production on it. it yeah yeah of course yeah but uh yeah so like i bring that up because i i remember watching a performance on jules holland have you ever watched jules holland by the way i have actually um it's so quirky yeah it's but weird. like like there's like six yeah. different artists all performing and they just rotate it's like yeah it's crazy, but um, Mickey introduced me to it, and uh, there was one artist who I'm not going to be able to remember, but his performance on Jules Holland like captivated me. I was like, "Wow, that got me," you know. Um, and that was live. I don't think they did multiple takes of that. They definitely did a mix post that made it sound a little bit better than normal, and you know, it wasn't like a, a shitty version. So. Maybe it's more just the post mix then than playing it multiple times. Now that I've thought about it, yeah, because that I don't know. It's just so like I don't know. You you just tried to do the live mix down there. You know, you had very little time, obviously. But mm -hmm. I mean, wouldn't you prefer as a mixer to get your hands on it a little bit afterward and, and oh, clean it for up? Sure. Are you kidding me? <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, and it doesn't have to be super fake. But I mean, even like like that Kiss Alive album, which like they're huge one. They fucked with that a lot. Yeah. They piped in yeah. a shit ton of crowd noise and yeah, it worked. I, I did a live at the radio, uh, not me personally, but I worked on a live at Radio City Music Hall with Heaven and Hell um, Sick. When, when Dio was singing. And I think one of the coolest things about that performance is, like, I think we overdubbed a few different things, you know, here and there, but like Dio came in and fixed like, two words on a 90 minute performance and that was it everything else was live like it was true to character and there are tons of live albums where they'll you know an engineer will just give the artist an sm58 and they'll sing the song down 
live-ish a few times to match the sound of the live. They're not going to do like vocal comps like hardcore, but they'll at least right, get a, but just enough a, to yeah, yeah, get a little bit better performance. Um, but Dio literally fixed two lines, and one of them was because the microphone was just too far away, and he hated the fact that the mic was too far away. You know, it wasn't because he sang yeah. flat or sharp, but and he was like sixty-five years old at the time. I was like, right? I mean, he's such such a good singer, such a too. pro. Yeah, yeah, such a pro. Um, yeah, it's just crazy. So I, I, there's something about us. Like another thought I just had is something about having a shot clock on it, where like, okay, you finished your live set, you now have six hours <laughs> to to fix whatever you can fix, and then it's done. <laughs> like you got your pass over it, but you didn't like. You didn't go too crazy on the production. It still sounds real, but like everyone gets there with like one little fix or something, and the singer will probably get a lot more. That sounds like but, my nightmare game show. Yeah, doesn't it? <laughs> Do you really win ever? Yeah. Can you can you imagine like the cooking shows where it's like, and you have one hour to prepare a puff pastry, and you can only yeah. use the ingredients broccoli and cheese. And you're like, ah, uh, and and then like everyone's like, like a fucking scramble just to go get like a bowl, you know? Like you imagine that with yeah. with, with musicians, like, uh, g- g- you you must use a sitar and a tabla. It's like Jesus, yeah. sound like the Beatles. <laughs> and the band broke up. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> and you only have six hours. But yeah, that's what that reminds um, me. Of. <laughs> Actually. Um, you know what I want to talk to you about that we had mentioned uh, the Post Malone. Oh yeah, remember when he did that the mm-hmm. Nirvana set not too long ago, which I thought fucking rocked. Yep. Um, was that like I remember watching it? I had a few cocktails while I was watching it, but I remember I fucking loved it. Was that live live or is that like a pre-recorded put out later thing? That was live live. Yeah, I know That's Joe. Cool. I know his his front of house engineer Joe who, who worked on that. Oh, and uh, he okay. went to his house. It was just and, that good then. Yeah. Um, I'm sure they rehearsed it. And again, you know, like I hate to stress this, but you and I were talking about, um, Joker's hand right before this, you know, started and how like you get some good musicians and you don't really need a good mixer. It's kind of crazy. Like no offense, my job becomes less important. Um, the better the band, the better the song, the better the arrangement. yeah, they're tight already, and they're actually really well aware of of how loud or quiet they are, and they have yeah. their dynamics down. Like for instance, like um, Post Malone, like in that one, I I remember writing down as a note to talk to you at one point. Um, Travis Barker during one song full on put a towel over the snare drum to change the tone of the drum, you know, so that. Even in a live stream, you could get a little bit of difference and you could actually affect it in a way that was like positive for the um, the performance, you know, and add a little feel and dynamics and whatnot. Like that kind of stuff makes a difference, right? I mean, don't you think so? Oh, a, a million percent. Yeah, I totally agree. So and that's just, I mean, again, he's like one of the best, if not the best out there. And that's just being aware of what needs to be done. Yeah. yeah. Given the situation. It's like we're being live mixed here. I can't just pound away through all these songs. There's going to be some part I need to muffle it a little bit. Yeah. Here's what's going to happen. Yeah, for sure. So um, I just think it, uh, that whole thing was actually, it kind of blew me away. Like, me <laughs> Post too. Malone me too. I, I knew Post Malone was good. And I, I got him, when he first heard a few of his songs, I, he didn't move me that much. 
like the more I've heard and like the more I've seen him like just being at least appearing to be like an awesome dude and loving hard rock. And then he had a song with Ozzy and then I was like, okay, this dude's fucking pretty cool. Mm-hmm. And then I watched that Nirvana thing. It just like blew me away. It was so good. Yeah. It's like, yeah. it's like I was a fan for sure after that. Yeah. And when, when we worked with him, like he and Rome immediately hit it off. Well, one, he, he is a huge rock fan. Like Post Malone's, he's a huge sublime fan, you know? So you have that in influence. You have, um, I, I remember him and fucking Rome nerding out over uh, Coheed and Cambria. Like, together. really? Yeah. Like, they both, like, they, I am no joke. There was a point where both of them, they, I, I was sound checking and they were playing a, a Coheed and Cambria song. <laughs> it was fucking crazy. Interesting. So, <laughs> yeah, it was, it was nuts. Um, I loved it. You know, you know what I really loved? Like, I remember seeing like the Gibson Les Pauls and like a real, this sounds stupid, but a real drummer. And like in the back was like a Marshall cab with two microphones, like two, two microphones. Yeah. You know, yeah. and like kids at home who are big fans of Post Malone, they may not have grown up listening to Nirvana and or had that influence, but they love Post Malone. All of a sudden they're hearing one, the Nirvana songs two they're seeing like someone playing music playing not just up there with a dj and a backing track right you know which is by the way have you ever seen post the real show no 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 he doesn't have a band and he doesn't have a dj it's just him it's actually kind of in a and a backing and it's track. backing track like shit ton of backing tracks mm-hmm and then does he, does he play anything other than guitar or does he even play guitar in his set or? Yeah. On occasion he'll play acoustic. There's a couple songs where he'll play acoustic, but that's it. And he's filling arenas. So like for him to, it's such a departure, um, in my opinion to see, well, I take that back. It's not a departure for him because this is how he grew up, you know, as a like fan of rock and roll. But like, I think, for his fans and his younger fans who may not be into Nirvana, like they're seeing a whole new side of music. Like he, he could as joking in a, in a way that is half joking and half serious. Like he could save rock and roll as fucking crazy as that sounds. Like, yeah. do, you, do you agree with that? Do you see the hero we didn't know we needed? Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Like, <laughs> and didn't see coming wait you mean the guy I, with the what with all the face tattoos and the the pop music and but yeah. hey you know what that was hats off to him that yeah. was a fucking great nirvana set yeah so if he does more shit like that and rock and roll becomes more popular i'll give him the cred have you heard his new song uh circles uh i did actually i heard it on k-rock the other day which i hadn't really listened to k-rock in quite a while um so I, do yeah. you listen to radio ever actually no never i yeah no i don't listen to radio i've i've given up on radio i think the commercial back to the commercials yeah, i think back to commercials yeah i think the commercials just fucking pissed me off too much i'm sorry i'll take <laughs> yeah. i'll take a three minute song and then a 30 second commercial great but like six minutes of fucking commercials are you kidding yeah. me? I'm out. Brutal. I'm out. Yeah. Well, especially I think K Rock 
And I don't know, maybe it's just getting older or something, but I did, I listened the other day. I do like to see what's out there, you know, right. what's going on in the rock world. And it, it is, it's like, it's always the same songs and then a shit ton of commercials. Um, and I, it's always been that way. The more I think about it, like even back in the nineties and two thousands, it was just, for some reason, it was a lot less annoying. Mm-hmm. And I guess the ma- main reason is we have our Spotify's and all that. I guess it's because we have access to every song ever with no commercials. <laughs> but just it's weird they're still going with that same format of here's a new song and here it is 50 times a day, mm-hmm. every day, until yeah. something else knocks it off. Yeah. And I don't know if that's still working. I don't, I'd don't. i be very curious to see what radio's numbers are now, like for the last couple of months with no one driving and if that Ooh. drove people more away from the radio because whatever you've been listening to music through the last couple of months has probably formed whatever habit you're going to have. For going out music, of this. I would think, yeah. yeah, we do we do a ton of Spotify playlists at our house now. Like, yeah, they're easy set and forget it. Like, yeah, I don't know. My wife loves several of them that, and they're not like they're good. They they've been curated really well, and they're perfect for. I don't know whatever you're doing. The other night we had some people over and we're hanging out. Not a lot of people, socially distanced, but she put on like a Vegas playlist or something. That was like, I don't know. It was just nice. If I, which I would never say, but it just felt fun to hear some a Vegas type playlist because no one's gone out and done anything crazy in a while. Right, of course. <laughs> my my, I think my favorite thing too about the Spotify playlist is like you could just type in an activity, you know. Yep. And bam, yep. like here I'll type in running, which is what I do when I go for a run. I'll go through and just, just throw pick, on a running. I'll go. I'll search running, and it's a fucking genre. And there was one I listened to the other day that was actually horrible, not because the music was horrible. Well, it just wasn't me. It didn't fit me. But I try to choose a different one every day. And I just listened to one and I was like, I don't know. Oh, it was a morning run. That's what it was. Morning run. But it was all hip hop. And I didn't get it. I was like, this doesn't do it for me. Like, I don't want to listen to hip hop in the morning. You know, that's just me. Um, (laughs) That's a really fun fact. Good to know. Yeah, right. There you go. <laughs> yeah, there's your new bio on Instagram. <laughs> I don't listen to hip hop in the morning. <laughs> but yeah, like here, fun run. Like who's in this playlist? The Flaming Lips, Beck, Death Cab for Cutie, Train, Brett Denon, Maroon 5, The Bravery. Jesus, The Bravery? Like what? That's crazy. It's Walk funny. Someone just decided that too. They're like, this is fun yeah. to run to. Yeah, and and usually it's, <laughs> they're not totally wrong. But like, what was the Vegas one, I wonder? If I just type in Vegas. I, I don't even, I think it was, yeah, something Vegas. <laughs> I don't know. My wife's been our, our DJ at the house, but she said it was some sort of Vegas type playlist or something. Go figure that like Chain Smokers is like the first fucking. Uh, I can't find one. Whatever. That's nah. fine. Yeah, that's that's great, right? Like you could just pick up. Yeah, but that's been our new normal now. So we do. I was never not necessarily not into them. I just I heard about all these playlists that are being curated all the time, and I don't know why I never got into them. And the, even the mixes they give you, just based on your listening history, like they're they're uh-huh. getting so good at that that AI or whatever it is, because they always nail it. Like they have my perfect grunge ones for because I run to punk and grunge usually, right. My Wait, my soul you, runs on punk and grunge. <laughs> when you're running, yeah, do you find that your 
like your pace is based on the music you're listening to? No, I've thought about it a lot though. Like if they're they need an app where it matches the BPM of your running mm. to based on how fast you want. Like say you're trying to get to an eight minute mile, well, you start with a song that matches your steps to get eight minutes and thirty seconds, and then like the playlist is curated based on the BPM and like whatever the length of your legs and how many times you hit the pavement. Dude, I mean it's just math. Yeah, yeah. I've thought I thought about no joke. I've thought about running a mile and then doing the math to figure out whether like like the just a click and just using a click track yeah your average bpm yeah you know or just like running a quarter mile something like at a decent pace and then you could even record your dude that'd be some super nerdy shit you could it would but like (laughs) that's like gonna that's pretty much your pace for whatever for for life yeah. <laughs> and i'm sure any of these apps like they already know your steps it's tracking your steps yeah apple is so i'm yeah. sure they could use the health app to lock in with the uh, apple music and be like oh, you run it whatever 100 bpm and i don't know if that's yeah. even feasible but and then <laughs> here's your and you like yeah yeah well yeah either metronome or like and say it's you like i don't you like grunge so yeah here's a sound garden song that's at yeah. 100 bpm yeah. and now you're just going to step to it and that's crazy. That is totally no one, no one. No one steal my idea, right? <laughs> no, you know what? We should get steal Mitch from whatever programming job he's got right now, and uh, or app job, and we should start a company <laughs> that does this. <laughs> yeah, and then sell it to Under Armour or Nike. That's it's done. Cool. Yeah, you know, then then you don't have to worry about it anymore. You just no. Hey, so uh, will you like your idea? We're going to pay you ten million dollars. Sounds good. See you later. Done deal. Yeah. Um. Yeah, that's so funny. You bring up the the radio too. Like, I, 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 what happens if you're running and listening to the radio? I mean, you just listen to the commercials while you're running. How do you? How do you even listen to the radio anymore? I guess you just log into their website. If you want to listen to K Rock while you're running, you just go to iHeart app. The app, the Heart, oh, radio app. Oh, that's yeah, that's right. That's some serious. I, I don't listen to radio that radio. much, but. <laughs> Yeah, seriously. Like, you really, really, really don't want to get with the times. <laughs> no. <laughs> let me let me go. Let me go halfway to the new technology. I'm going to download yeah, it. You're already there. Still listen yeah. to the fucking commercials. <laughs> Could you imagine? Honestly, this might be another format for these dumb radio companies to make some money. Um, is just charge people 10 bucks to listen to a feed of the radio without the fucking commercials. Yeah. That seems like a no brainer. You know, they'll make some money, but yeah, I don't know. I don't know if you lose, I mean, you'll lose a lot of people, but they're not just going to stop listening to music. I feel like eventually everyone's going to come around and start just paying for streaming services. Yeah. You know, Dusty, um, who we had on the show a couple episodes ago, uh, posed a question on on Facebook that I responded to. He asked, what streaming service do you use? And, you know, and I think he only gave two options, even though there's multiple. Spotify yeah. or Apple Music. You obviously right. choose the Spotify. Yeah. Right? I do. I go back and forth pretty heavy. Only because my entire ecosystem is based around Apple, you know? So, like, yeah, if I have, like, my Apple TV, for instance, I can just say, you know, and if I say it right now, my phone might start playing it. Um, 
yeah. hey Siri, and then say the artist, and then they'll just start playing it. It's fucking great. It's super cool. I wish that you could integrate that with Spotify, but I don't think Apple will let you. You know, or probably Spotify, not. Spotify hasn't gotten the, the 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 right to code in in that. You know, because you can do custom Siri, um things but you can't ask it to play just a random artist you have to record like when i say hey siri play stevie wonder on spotify then it'll play stevie wonder on spotify oh shit see my phone just went off yeah stop that phone anyway yeah i I, um but i enjoy that part um of apple music one that's cool i i haven't used it I use the free trial. I think just because our our podcast runs all through Spotify, right? I've just been on that account, and that's just all I've ever had and all I've needed, I guess. Um, yeah. But yeah, what's interesting to it too is that radio still pays um, like songwriters pretty well, if not better than everything else. Yeah, it's yeah, true. you get paid significantly more for a radio spin um, than a Spotify spin, like by a factor of probably a, a hundred or something. <laughs> It's significant. Yeah. That's and that's crazy. I, I I mean they should pay a lot, but like, is that because? I mean, I, what I, I'm imagining, and I, I didn't do any research into this, so and please don't fucking come down on me. I, for I this. did. I didn't either. Yeah. Okay, but uh, when you're listening to the radio, it has the potential to reach millions of people simultaneously potential and there's no way to exactly quantify how many people are actually listening to the station you know because it's so free whereas with spotify you can quantify exactly how many people have listened to that song and that's a good point actually because one spin on the radio is not is like actually would technically be considered a million spins if a million people were listening right you know if you were to try to compare it to spotify or something that was right okay that's Say 20,000 people are listening to the radio at one time. I think that's a safe number in a city like LA. Like, it's probably more than that. But, you know, 20,000 people, right? Yeah. That would be, in a, in essence, 20,000 spins on Spotify. Yeah. That's okay. That actually puts it in perspective. I never even thought of it like that. Right. But here's the... Th- you, you know how that... Uh, and I learned this just last year. I didn't even know this, but... You know that like curated playlists that are put on by Spotify versus yeah. playlists that are put on by people. Like if you get put on a playlist by um Spotify, you oh, get paid by more. Spotify. Oh yeah. You know. Than if you were just listening. Like you know all about that, right? Yeah. Well and, and I mean it's it just ups if you get a song on there, you're getting so many spins. And especially their bigger ones. I mean you're guaranteed they have like 500 it's a million monthly users some of them listeners monthly listeners some of the playlists so some of the playlists do yeah and i guess um also i think you the more your song gets played on that playlist like they it moves up in the list closer to the top oh hmm so i think it works something like that too but That's yeah once you're on there you're you're great you're on a fast track to get millions of spins right once you're on one of their playlists yeah. For the exact reason that we both mentioned prior to this. Yeah. That we get to, you know. So like, okay, I just pulled up Pepper just because both of us are 
related to the Pepper Camp. They yeah. are on the Beach Vibes Spotify playlist. Yeah, which has warnings on hundred thousand yeah. people. Yeah, listening. Yeah, warnings on here. Warnings on there. Yeah, and actually another song that I uh, it's by a band, The Elevators, uh, features Brett. Brett and I wrote his part, and it just got added on there too last week. Really? Yeah, that's awesome. Wait, the elevators. I feel like I just listened to them for the first time. Uh, they're really good. We played with them once, tw- maybe twice. We did a Cali Roots after party with them. Um, they were rad. Brad, uh, Brad, Brett's been a, a fan of them for a while. The elevators. Hello, okay. yellow. Yeah, let it all out. Is that what you did? Yeah, yeah, that's the one. Okay. Yeah, I wonder what I heard. But I heard one, and I and I, it was it was on a it was on a playlist that just like you know one of those for you playlists. Like yep, you're made I listen for to those you. a lot. I do yeah. too. And the, man, tell me, robots, <laughs> <laughs> dude, they're pretty good, right? Oh, they're great. Like your Discover Weekly, your Daily Mix, you know. Yeah, they're they're fucking good, and they cover all kinds of ground. Like you can pretty much get everything out of them. Ours um, especially is really interesting. The end of the take of, one? Because I, I use ours, yeah. I use it for, so you'll see there's one playlist that's like way more me. It's like the punky, grungy thing that I'm running to. And then since we have guests on, we're playing a bunch of random songs. Some are just like really random, but really cool too. Really? Like, yeah. Do, does the release radar, does that change? Yeah, that's made for us too. So like, yeah. Okay. Whoa. Uh, Green Day has a new song out? I had no idea. Wow, that's where we were. That's where we're at <clears throat> with Green Day. Um, yeah, like Lady Gaga, Haim, Eric Clapton, uh, oh Taylor Swift, Metallica, Blackened, twenty twenty. Yeah, see, like it's pretty accurate, you know. Yeah, I mean it's 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 already limited because there's. Not a ton New, of artists putting music out right. all the time. And so from there, they have to pick and choose what we most likely want to listen to. Right. But like Frank Sinatra, pretty crazy. Oh, you know what? I don't, maybe we should talk about this another time because it's been, it's like pretty much right at an hour. But, uh, okay. There's a, t- I, I, I just recently heard, yeah, we should talk about this another time, but I'm going to, we'll talk about this the next time on another take. Uh, <laughs> the, I never listened to the remixes of the Beatles. Have you heard the 2018 or whatever mixes of the Beatles? No. I don't like. I don't know if I like that. <laughs> oh, this is perfect. Okay, so next time on another take. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I, I feel like this could go off for a while. It's just <laughs> I'm gonna have to stew on that for a little okay. bit. <laughs> anyway. Yeah, I think that the the Spotify thing is really cool though, and I, I really appreciate it. I'm sorry I got distracted by a, a remix of a of a Frank Sinatra song, and it just like popped into my head about the beat the Beatles. Um, <laughs> Spotify is super cool. I would much rather listen to Spotify than the radio, like most days. Um, I think too often I just don't feel like the radio fits my mood, you know, and it's not good enough to put me in a mood. If that makes sense. Yeah. Totally. Uh, I mean, it's not, it's very rare that you hear something on the radio like, and you get your mind like blown. You're like, this is amazing. Thank yeah. you, radio. <laughs> yeah. And it's, it's usually a it's, song. I haven't heard old. this song a million times. 
Yeah. yeah. And it, or if I have, it's like a song that actually means something to me because of my history. Like, I don't know. Is that just because we're old? I don't know. It like, could be. I find myself asking that a lot more. So maybe that's because it's true. I don't know. Like we're just, we're, we're out of the, the key demographic. We're, we're out of. Maybe so. Yeah. We're like in the classic rock era of our time. <laughs> yeah. That's perfect. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think that's a perfect place to put it. It's just to remind everybody that the two people that they're listening to are actually just old and jaded and don't have anything to say about music. That's yeah. relevant. relevant. It's washed up. <laughs> what was that? Uh, uh, washout? Washout TV? Washout. Washout TV. Yeah. A couple of washouts. Anyway, uh, dude, it's good talking to you. Um, yeah, you too, buddy. Thanks enjoy. for listening, everyone. We so appreciate it. Yeah, please go check out the um, our uh, go go to Apple and rate us and give us all the love that you can because it does help us. Um, it really does. And um, enjoy Alex's birthday tonight. I will. We're gonna go watch a movie. All right, we'll go do that, and um, I will talk to you soon. All right, sounds good. See you, buddy. Thanks, buddy. See ya.